No. So I don't know what you're talking about. What do I do when I smoke? Go to sleep? No. If we're going to do something on the mic and you gave me something like that and I started oh, smoking. Oh, you cough. Yeah, he can't Thank smoke. Thank you. Yeah, no. So just take a small hit. It's okay if you cough. That's all right. I don't give a damn if they hear me or not. going on is your boy james king aka dougie back in the basement it's been a minute it's been a hot one i've been working doing some things and if i sound a little bit different that is one of the reasons why we have an entirely new setup this is the first podcast we're shooting on this setup and it's already sounding great um so a few things we're gonna get right into it i have a few guests that i'll introduce in a moment but the first couple things i want to talk about um is the new setup okay so what's the difference between this one and the last one all right so we basically went uh to put it from a brand new honda accord 2018 that was what we were previously using and now we're stepping it up and i'd say this is probably like this is probably a range rover we're at a range rover right now um i made a little bit of investment we got three mics now or four mics depending on how many people i have it'll usually be about three we don't need four people crowding it uh, so we have three mics now. Everyone has their own mic. Everyone's going to sound a little bit closer. We're not going to be sounding like we're in, you know, the middle of a windstorm or in a large room. Um, it's going to sound a lot better. It's going to be much easier to edit. And overall, this is the step up that we needed to take. And I'll be showing everyone a picture of it. Don't worry, you'll get a chance to see. Um, but yeah, whole new setup. And now um, it's been a minute. It's been a hot one. I told you guys I would have another giveaway. So we're going to make up for the last month where, you know, I didn't do one. And we're going to start with this one. It's going to be the, the simplest giveaway ever. All my giveaways are super easy. Um, I know what it's like to lose, and I know what it's like to put your name into something you're never going to win. So this one is very easy. Um, we're going to be giving away 50 bucks, $50, $50, big five zero. And that's either going to be, and I was thinking about making it a gift card, but we're not. We're not. We're just going to give away 50 cash. And all you have to do is after I post this uh, podcast, I'm going to post a picture on my Instagram and a picture on my Twitter. All you have to do is tag three of your friends. That's literally it. Go on on the page, on the post, under the post, just tag three of your friends. And then you'll be entered in to win the $50. We'll let it run about a week, about a week, maybe. And at the end of the week, um, I'll choose a winner and you're going to give me your cash app, Apple Pay, however you want, and I'm just going to send you 50 cash. You'll use it for whatever you want to. Uh, you don't have to tell me. It'll be yours. So, yeah, uh, who do we have today? And we're going to start off, and I'm going to introduce my first guest. I feel like um, this will be the only time I introduce anyone on this show. I feel like everyone should speak for themselves, but this guy has lived long enough, and, it was, and literally I'm here for this purpose is to introduce introduce this guy we're going to introduce the guy that taught me how to roll my first joint uh to put it appropriately i came from this guy's ball sack and this is my dad this is my father my dad's here and we're not going to curse we're not going to curse today it's not it's going to be a curse-free podcast he doesn't like my language when i'm on here so we're going to try our absolute hardest not you know to curse yeah, yeah, we're not we're not gonna curse, but I come from his ball sack. That first thing out of his mouth already. Now nah, that's not how you put it, but this is cool. What's up, man? <laughs> and the second, uh, the the second guest to hear occupy the third mic is gonna be Nia. She's back on the podcast, and I have something uh, for her today. And we're gonna set the scene a little bit. Um, what is it? It's Thursday. Do you want to introduce yourself? You I'm being used, but I'm here. <laughs> this isn't Hello, everyone. 
She'll occupy the third mic today. I'm back um, at it. The second you know, time. We're not gonna put as Why much. Why are you heat. talking over me? My bad. Not as I'm not used to this. I'm not used to three mics. I'm not used to this. this I can see. I haven't done this back since I was at Rutgers. But yeah, Nia's on here. She's gonna operate the third mic today, and we got a little special announcement for her coming towards the end. And let me just set the scene for you guys a little bit. You got a couple more guests in the house, man. Can... I was gonna get there. Oh, okay, my bad. I was gonna get there. You can get closer to the mic. <clears throat> there you go. So let me set the scene. Uh, it's Wednesday night. It is about 6.49 p.m. Uh, we're all fresh off work, and we all uh, came down here to decide to do a podcast. We're down here. We got a candle burning. I have a blunt ready to go, and we have a live audience of two people in the back. Shout out to Ajay and Jazz. Gang, gang. You know, nice and loud back there. And we are going to get this thing started as soon as I can. There we go. That's why my dad's here to pass me the lighter. Let's get I'm this thing good for started. something. Little sex. First thing I did, I thought that. Damn. What? Huh? What? I know. <clears throat> That's your son. There's no denying the truth. <laughs> I mean, unless I'm adopted. All right, so. Take a first couple hits, pass that along. Oh, this is going to be hard. No man it's a marathon. <laughs> like you said, you was on the mic before everybody. And it was back in the day. I was playing music, though. <laughs> and you was probably smoking before. No. Okay. We'll talk about it. No, I didn't. Great. Because you didn't yet. When I was playing music, I hadn't started smoking yet. I was 31, 32 years old. First time I tried this. Okay, so elaborate. First time you ever smoked. Well... I guess I got kind of put this. Let me see how I can do this. I just say me and the boys was out. Okay. And you know, I found out later on that most of these guys got high. I was always an athlete, so it wasn't a thing of where I wanted to. I used to say that too. Be high. Well, I was. I, I like to play sports, and I wasn't around marijuana or cocaine or none of that stuff. It was around me, but. I guess at that time, most of our friends, it was some of us, I guess, they respected as good friends, and they didn't do these things around us because they knew we were athletes. Um, Then once I found out that they smoked, I decided I'd give it a little try. Uh, I can remember the first time that I did it. um, It was kind of late at night. So is this... this so you say I don't mean to interrupt, but the, the first time you said you said you they didn't before. So no, they didn't smoke around me. Okay. And a couple of us, it was like something they did. We playing cards. Somebody always got to get up and go to the bathroom or go outside for a minute, like they're gonna smoke a cigarette. They didn't do things around some of us. Uh, I guess it was just out of respect, but. Um, Eventually, everybody tried it, and I did. And funny part about it, the first time I tried it, it was late in the evening. About 11, 11.30, Saturday Night Live was on. And, <coughs> excuse me, there I go, I told you. And anyway, uh, joint was rolled. They gave it to me first. I lit it. <coughs> there I go again. And I started, I know. Anyway, uh, the joint was rolled. They gave it to me, and they proceeded to roll another one, and I started smoking it. I smoked cigarettes, so it wasn't anything about smoking. And as it ended up, I smoked the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I did. So they passed it to you, and you smoked the whole thing. Wait, you smoked the whole one by yourself? The whole one, by myself. Didn't realize what... Lord have mercy. Oh, yeah, well, I was gone for a long time then. I went on, (laughs) ooh, my goodness. Anyway, Saturday Night Live was on. And on that show, they had this uh, character that was like a weather person. Her name was Roseanne, Rosanna Dana. And she was good. She was kind of funny, but this is the first time I've ever been that high or high in my life. Mm-hmm. So now you could probably say boo, and it's funny to me. <laughs> you know. And that's what I did the rest of the night. I just started laughing, and I never stopped till I passed out and went to sleep. Um, and I don't think I smoked again for about two or three months. Mm-hmm. 
the opportunity came up and I did a little bit here and there and as things grow so did I next thing you know I was buying it I remember the first nickel bag the boy looked at me like like I had cancer or something what's wrong with you <laughs> like, I just want a nickel bag a nickel bag or what or the joint what you mean oh what not you yeah me and that was it from mm -hmm. then on so, uh, so how much was the, and you say nickel bag. All right. Let me see. What you would pay maybe, I'd say $60 for now. I got for $5. Wait. Yes. A half ounce uh, cost you $30. You Good stuff. Get, you Good could, stuff, too. Oh, yeah. You could get a quarter ounce. It would cost you maybe about 20 25 depend who you bought it from. So for perspective, how much is $30 back in that time? So outside of the weed, just the... Just the Nothing. So what could you get with $30? A lot. Back then? A lot. It, it, <clears throat> through the years, like just from knowing some of my friends, a lot of my friends did things I didn't do. All I ever did was smoke. That, that's it. Cause, you can elaborate. Well, I didn't do drugs. But they did cocaine. They did quaaludes. Quaaludes. It was called quaaludes. Quaaludes. And what you they do is, is well, never heard. it's a downer. And what it is is uh, guys would do cocaine, and they get so fired up that they wanted to bring themselves back down. So what they would do then, uh, just put the ashtray down softly. And what they would do then is take the craters. Then eventually that would bring them down. Uh, they used to scrape them up, put them in joints. Uh, people was very creative back then. Uh, same thing with cocaine. They would take tobacco out of a cigarette, roll it in rolling paper, but before they would seal it, they would Coke, put like cocaine in it, roll it up. Of, never heard of that. That sounds absolutely nuts did they have a name for that <laughs> no <laughs> no they didn't I, I have no idea what it could be because like i say i didn't like to be around i didn't do that kind of stuff that that's um to me that was drugs mm -hmm. marijuana has never been a drug to me uh but and just for just also for perspective um you're you're 73 years old so this was back in oh the let me see 60s no after no, yes i'd say this is about 19 let me see 76 77 oh so you were like pretty much older oh yeah i started. told you i was in my 30s and you're from penn and you were this was down in south jersey you're this from is penn, south, i'm from penn yeah so um, every time i say i'm from south jersey well you are Exactly. You no know, one ever believes me. I tell them Camden, Camden is on the birth certificate. Yeah. No, Camden, it's, not. it's Camden, Camden County. Camden oh, County. Yeah. He's born in Voorhees, and it was Camden well, County. I remember staying over there. From who? The ranch. Huh? We had the ranch. These mics sound good with a crowd. Oh, this is nice. <laughs> this is a very nice setup, man. You gonna do good with this stuff? So Camden County. Camden County. You're from Camden, yeah. South Jersey. I'm from Camden. I would. I was raised in a little town called Delaire, um, which is part of Pensacola. And I was about maybe two miles from Camden, maybe five miles from Philly. Hmm. It didn't take me no time to get to Philadelphia. So that's the part of uh, New Jersey that I'm from. I met your mother up here at a bowling tournament. So that's how I met her. That's how I got up here. So. Shore Lanes. I know. That's a vintage I've been vintage chasing area. that dude that taught me to come up here. I ain't found him yet when I do. Beat the shit out of somebody. What? Shout out to yeah. him though. Why? I wasn't going to come up here. He talked me into it. If, hadn't if I hadn't it came, if I hadn't it came, that's mm -hmm. my bad. I got to get used to this. See, y'all would have never been here. Literally. No. no. Oh, no, literally. Imagine how many lives would be so boring without me or Dougie. You don't or need Devin. no You don't need no more of that. Already. <laughs> <laughs> You don't need no I'm more good. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Me too. Neil's a trooper. Neil's a trooper. I, I hold it down. Not to get too far off subject, but there was one, I, I think randomly, about the last night in Cali when we had to uh, smoke up all the rest of our, our bud, which we didn't end up doing, but 
we had like five or six like blunts rolled a lot and we had just came back from the beach i think we came back from venice yeah we, yeah, we went to and venice. we had to smoke all our weed you can take weed through the airport at lax we'll talk about that later but we ended up trying to smoke all our weed because we knew we couldn't bring it we, we really couldn't here. bring it back I was just so to jail. we got we got back later we we smoked in the driveway and it was about five or six blunts and it had to be maybe like four of us yeah no we five. Were, i think it was like five it was like five we were all outside talking and nia nia hung through the whole time proceed now like what you were smoking to get rid of it it was so easy to get when i was coming up we smoked because we had it and this is great ah. because this is something really? i definitely i definitely wanted to ask it, and you go buy a half ounce of joint and you all sit down and smoke until it's gone. Because mm-hmm. thirty dollars, you just nothing. got in the car, took a ride, and got some more. And I wanted to ask you how easy it was easy. back then. Easy. Was there a lot of like drug, not drug dealers, but were there a lot of marijuana? Why did I say marijuana? Marijuana dealers. <laughs> she could never go buy drugs first. Yeah, I could not. <laughs> Do you have? Can I get a? Don't can ask I get a me bag? about my undercover cop. Yeah. <laughs> you can find you can find joint on any corner. Oh, okay. You could just pull up to the corner. And they'll come out like roaches. Amazing. Like car dealerships? Like the car salesmen? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty wow, much. Only they really make a little more than the car dealers. Well, of course. I'm talking about like the concept. Like you, you pull up to a car dealership, it'd be about 10, 10 dealers come out. You looking for a car? Nia has never bought weed before. I haven't. Ever. <laughs> nope. Well, that's good. Don't that's why when you when you can get it, everyone else can get it. What I got to do it for? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So, South Jersey, you said it was very easy. Easy. Now, as easy as it was, how difficult was it as far as, like, police involvement in the communities and stuff like that? And if it's so if it's so accessible and you said a lot of people are, you know, doing different things, I heard a, a, a drug that started with a Q. A, 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 a Quaalude. A Quaalude. <laughs> like, it must have been very easy to get all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, Quaaludes. Yeah, Crank. Crank. I feel like I, I heard, heard a Crank. Of crank. I heard Crank. crank. That's the stuff you make in the kitchen sink. Oh, Jesus. No, I'm good. <clears throat> that is. That's something you make. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. You, most of the time, you know, you could tell, always tell somebody that they crank because when they smiled or their teeth was rotten. Oh, my God. Gosh. It was like they would do the same thing when they do cocaine. They put on their fingers, rub it on their mm-hmm. gums. Well, they would rub that crank on the, their gums and it would get on their teeth and it would eat the enamel. Once the enamel's gone, there's nothing. It's to a wrap. It. Yeah. Mm. So when you see somebody, and that, that, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And they still do that stuff. Mm-hmm. They still do. Yeah. So were the police involved? Very much so, man. So how so? Because like, if it's so easy, you could just pull up on a corner, I would be super nervous. Well, yes, you had to be. Um, you have somebody just about, like you'll have uh, someone in, on this corner, maybe four or five guys on this corner. Then you'll go down maybe four or five blocks, six blocks, and there'll be somebody on that corner. You go down a little further, there'll be somebody on that corner. So you make a turn, and you see the popo there, you just keep right on riding. He ain't going to pull you over for riding. You know, you go and find somewhere you can go. When you was ready to get it, you didn't hold a conversation. You pulled up to them, but you went, gave them cash, took your shit, and went. A lot of times, you got leaves. Leaves? No. Leaves. Oh, yeah. Leaves? Oh, oh yeah. like leaves. Leaves. Okay. So they'll rip you so off? So they'll try to Because get you. they know you ain't got time to look at it, and they didn't put it in plastic no more. They would put it in the wow. manila bags. What a finesse. Hey. Well, usually it was only like nickel dimes. Because if you buy a, a half, it's going to be in the bag. So oh, like you could like see. a clear bag? Yeah. No, like a sandwich bag, sweetie. Yeah, so clear. So did you oh, ever. Oh, clear bag. I'm so sorry. did you ever get got? Uh, one day I pulled, I was pulling over to, uh, to the side to get a, a bag of joint off a boy. And just as I pulled over and I reached, I gave him the money, gave me a little bag. I go to take off and the cop turns the corner, tells me back up. He's pointing back up. Back oh up. yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. the story. So I'm like, all right. So as I'm backing <laughs> up, I crack my door a little bit and I dropped the bag down to the ground. Mm-hmm. But I didn't slam my door after I put it in park act like I was going to get out and he had to stay in the car. So, okay. So that's now I can shut my door. Mm-hmm. Um, so he comes over and he's looking. He says, what you doing here? I said, I was going down the street. Somebody hollered. I thought maybe it was somebody I know. I pulled over to see who it was. And I don't know these guys. I go to take off. You told me back up. 
He looks at me and says, well, do you think I'm stupid? I'm like, I don't know. Well, you think I'm stupid? <laughs> says, Come on, man. That's what I was doing. I ain't going to change my story because, you know, you want to hear something different. Mm -hmm. So they take me out, sit me in the cop car. They go, I mean, they tear my car apart. Uh, he comes over to me says, look what I found. I said, where would you find it? He said, under your car. I said, what? What, taped under there or something? He said, no, it was on the ground. Oh, shit, anybody could do that down there. That, that's not mine. You know? So he says, you're a wise guy. He says, I said, look, man, I'm just somebody going down the road. I'm trying to get some home, you know. Uh, they kept me for about maybe 20 minutes there. They didn't find nothing. They took my bong, though. I had a bong, a little bong in that son of a bitch. It was. <laughs> it, it was, it's hard to explain. I've been trying to find, I've been telling Dougie about this thing. Mm -hmm. It's about maybe four inches long. Mm -hmm. It's glass. It's like a, it's hollow. Mm -hmm. And then on the top, it's got a hole that goes inside the tube. And you take it, when you take a joint and you put a joint in it. And then you light the joint and you hold the back of the tube with your finger. And then you start drawing the smoke with the other one. And the tube fills up. Mm -hmm. And then you release your finger and it's like a shotgun. That mess go down your throat and make your eyes water. Bam. It's, it's like a it's like a one, like a one hitter almost now. Yeah, I, I don't know what you call it now. Shit, we call them shotguns. You know that's what Which it was is like. Valid. Well, that's from the military where you literally one guy would blow in one end of the barrel and the other guy would take the uh, smoke out the other. Do what? <laughs> it's a <laughs> do what? It's teamwork. No, it would be Same like. Time. You would take the barrel and you break it down. Of it, okay. Of a gun, okay, like right? a shotgun. And then you take a hit. Oh, they broke it down. And then you put your mouth on your end of the barrel and blow the smoke, and you would be on the other end, and that would be called a shotgun. You blow it real hard, it forces it down your. Throat. I feel like that's very Jesus extra. They're using an it's actual hard. shotgun. But it's he, not closed, baby. It ain't it's no, a barrel. No, still, no, but that's still very like very extra. That's, but that's, like he said, they were, they were creative. They we're, said they were creative. We're, they're not sitting like in New York City. They no, I know, jungle. but it's the concept of like smoking through a shotgun hole. That's the why they, that's actually it, crazy because that's really interesting. I'm putting two to two, two and two together now, and I realized why we we still do shotguns. But it's with beer. No, you still do. You could do shotguns with weed. Oh, you just like turn it around so backwards. Exactly. And you put exactly. the fire in your mouth, and then you just blow it up. Oh, and you another person your, takes the smoke out your mouth. He knows. No. You take the joint, you turn it around, you put the fire in your mouth, like that. And then you'll put your lips on the other end, and then I'll... The smoke comes out the other and end. And it forces it down your throat. It's a shotgun. Y'all wonder I'm why I'm the way this. I am, and I literally told him none of this. He knows all this. <laughs> well, well yeah, it's, I, saw, it's, I have to 73 it. years, you fall across it, even if you don't smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we would have a crowd of the boys that we grew up with. Just like y'all do now, if we was in the, like in one of the offices, like my boy's father had a nightclub, or not a nightclub, but it was like a bar, and we used to sit back in the office and get high. Everybody didn't get high, but you're still in there. You get contact, but you still learn. But this was things that kept me away from until I got into it on my own. Like I said, I never knew they did this stuff. So even even in their like teenage years. They was probably getting high from the time they were 12, 13 years old. Like you. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 12, no, I 13. promise you. No, no, no. I first started smoking at like 18. Like 17. Because it was at prom. And I wasn't, we didn't graduate yet. So I was 17. Oh, I was not there. What was that, the prom house? Yeah. I remember because yeah, okay. he, he he looks at you and he's talking to you. And I was like, seen that a many times. And this is and this is what, and, and, he, and they being he being cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm he right. probably like he's not gonna be able to yeah, tell. Please, you are the per, you're the perfect guest because you're basically reading off everything I want to talk about. Like you're hitting every single point. I don't even have my notes up, but this is that's one of the things I wanted to talk about is like how did you realize when I started first smoking? And it was probably very easy. Oh yeah, I I looked at you. That's all. That's probably before he used Visine. See what you look now? No, just not just a Visine. Uh, first, you know your child. First of all, if you're trying to get high, no. if you're high and you're trying to be straight around a grown up, <clears throat> you are acting. You're and not. You you're you not that. just what you are. You're yes. always that. You're trying to be 
straight, don't wobble, don't slur your words, and let me hurry up and get out of here. Hey, Dougie, how you doing? Oh, all right, all right man. What did you get ready to do? Nothing. Grab something go on. <laughs> hey, I ain't stupid. I did the same thing. Yeah. I just ain't a hypocrite. So how is there it as? Go. But how is it like? And I'm and I'm sure you moved my car a bunch of times when uh, when yeah. I was going through that stage because that's the only place I could smoke. I was trying so hard to hide it that I would just smoke in the car, which was stupid because I had cloth seats and everyone would move their car a and million you, and times. And it has a distinct smell. And it does, and it does, and it was getting to the point where like you couldn't even wash that out. It, it was bad. Detailed out. It either. was bad, and it actually worked out because eventually they, you know, eventually they find out. And I just worked my way into the house, and I'll tell you exactly how it went. I went from um, the car, and then they said outside, and then from outside, I think I went into oh, I went up to the to the deck. From the deck, I went into the garage, and from the garage, I, I remember the garage sessions. Garage, I, I wouldn't smoke in those. In the in the garage, and then I took it upstairs. No, and then I took it upstairs with a towel under the door, until he walked in one day, and he was like, "What you been doing, smoking in here?" I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Oh," and just walked out, and then ever since then, I've been all around the house. Well, the only thing I said was I'd rather you smoke here than in the streets. You're going to smoke. It ain't like if I tell you no, you're going to stop. At least if you're doing it here, you all get too fired up. You're home, lay down, go to sleep. Yeah. You know, of course, you didn't listen. But, of course. But then yeah. I didn't listen either. That's why I'm not a hypocrite. But now you thoroughly have to learn those lessons. That's why I don't I don't smoke in cars anymore. And I guess dorm rooms, but I'm never there anymore. So my grandmom had a sense. You should say hard hit makes a soft ass. I don't know if you ever said that. To First you. curse word I'm on the sure show. I'm sure. No, I'm that's a curse word. <laughs> he done cursed about three times so. already. Ooh. Daddy, anyway, you hear him? I just thought yeah, it was funny. But it, but it's the truth. If you don't listen, it always costs you. It, I'm telling you, most of the time when someone loves you, gives you advice, it's usually from experience. It is. Okay. They've seen it over and over. The outcome's been the same over and over. So if you expect anything different, you're stupid. So if you do it, same outcome. That that's I told you, don't smoke in the car. You smoked in the car, what happened? I got arrested. <laughs> yeah. That was the first one, right? Yeah, that was the first you know, time. It, it's just in my oh, did and, you tell that he was in my car? That was you know, in his and, car. and it ain't like I'm gonna come down him on a point where I'm gonna abandon him. I'm always gonna stand by him. But it kinda hurts when you try and tell someone something that's for their own good and they don't listen. And most of the time, that comes from that male ego shit. Comes from your boys. Oh, you got your boys with you, so you got you can't be a sissy, which mm-hmm. is. I mean, it was my idea. It makes no difference was, who I was there. It was. That still been Y'all did it. I don't give a off. shit who. I don't, it doesn't matter who started. No, no, I said show off. I wouldn't say I was showing off per se. No, you're, you're like in the car. You're like, okay, yo, let's it, smoke in the car. Mind you, I told you don't smoke in my car. Yeah. But you was with your friends. The same like, thing at that school. I still ain't got that straight story. What? At Rutgers? Yeah. I told you exactly how that went. And I can't say too much because that is the episode I'm saving. I'm no, saving no, that. What? No, I'm not trying no, to break it out. It's just, it's just I don't get upset like maybe some parents do because everything you're doing, I've done. Every price you pay, I done paid it four or five times. Right. You, you was out. I spent a couple of nights in jail. You know, it's just... We all done stupid things, you know, but the advice you get is from what happened to me when I did it. And if you do it and you get caught, that's what's going to happen. That, that's all. And I'll pass that down. Of course you will. Yes. My all the things that I say, I, I, it's true because you always get in my case. Everything I tell you, my parents told me. Mm-hmm. And everything they told me, their parents told them. But you always say, well, I ain't going to be like that. I ain't going to do that. That's a lie. Because until you have a child of your own, you don't understand. Mm -hmm. There's no words that can make you understand that bond. Um, To hurt when something's wrong with them or, you know, shit. Just enjoying their successes. Mm -hmm. So when you see things go wrong, you can't just jump on them. That's yeah. the time they need you more than any other. Mm-hmm. So, man, that's, that's the way I'm that's always facts. Been. And if y'all want to know why we're so emotional. You're killing it. As a unit, like me, Dougie, Devin, we are very emotional people. 
that's, get it from that's this man. Please. <laughs> Your mama look cry at a commercial. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean cry. I don't mean just this a tear. Man. I mean boo-hoo. I know, that's where I get that from, Jeez. too. It, it, it is, but it's a normal thing. It's nothing yeah. wrong. It's just no, another emotion. That's I love all. it. You remember that time you remind me when I was smoking in the car? You remember that time I took your car to Maryland and I FaceTimed you? We were smoking it out. You remember that time? I went. To, I took it to Maryland. Mm-hmm. You took my car to Maryland? Yeah. I went one time. I don't know. We were in a parking garage and we were smoking. I think and they, you FaceTimed me? Yeah. My car was messed up a lot, so I used everyone yeah. else's car. Yeah, I think. Didn't she go down there? No, you went down this city. We went she there did. together at once. She went one went time. Before. One time you did go. Yeah. Yeah, so what happened, what happened when you FaceTimed me? Nothing. We were just smoking in your car. And you FaceTimed me. And I didn't, yeah. what did I say? Nothing. Nothing. Oh. You were just like, what's up? We was all chilling. I just go outside. Disrespectful. <laughs> whenever, whenever I was away or, or anything, and I'm going to smoke, I go outside. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get in my car. I'll take a walk. That's all. See a light coming. We've definitely you don't smoked think in the car. Right? Huh? We've definitely smoked in the car. Who, me? And you. Oh, sure. Exactly. I mean, most of the time when I smoked in a car was when it was moving. Correct. All right, I'm going down the highway, which was wild. No, seriously. I'm I'm coming down. I had a 1976 car. I met your mom. I had a 1979 Ose Cutlass. I'm telling you, you couldn't even lean on this car. That's how clean I kept it. Mm -hmm. You'd lean on it, you'd slide right down. Mm -hmm. It was the funniest thing in the world. So I'm coming down Route 130 and the wind is down in this summertime. And I'm cool, and I'm looking good as hell, boy. <laughs> I got to join up like that. I put that son bitch up in my mouth, and I looked to the left, and there was two cops in the car right alongside. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the one started pointing, and the other one's laughing his ass off. So it happened to be where we was coming up to a circle. Mm-hmm. So you could either go to the right, and you go down 38, or you go around a circle, come down 130. Well, I act like I was going around a circle till he got too far, and I shot that sucker to the right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> It scared to death, running down the highway by 80 mile an hour. I went about 40 miles around just to get home. Jesus. <laughs> it wasn't going to get nowhere near Camden. Oh, my God. And they didn't catch you? They, they wasn't close? No, they didn't catch That's hilarious. But it was different. It wasn't as serious. Yeah. And that's why another, you're just hitting all the points. But, like, but it is. How, how were the cops, like, back then? Like, you saying it's not as serious. Most of the time, cops wouldn't bother you. I, I had cops pull me over, look at you. They know you're high. Where are you going? I'm going home. How far you got to go? Right down the street. So going home. Yeah. And most of the time when you took off, they go behind you. Just to make uh, sure that's where you're going? Yeah. Excuse me, yeah. Now, if you put, they pull you over and you, shoot, you got two pounds of joint in the back of your car and cocaine and all that, yeah, you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Oh, yeah, you are. You're going. But most of the time it wasn't as serious because everybody did it. Mm-hmm. Y'all think everybody does it now? Not even close. Yeah. Back then... <clears throat> Excuse me. It was like that hippie era. Which, yeah. right. Another thing that was on my notes. <laughs> what the hell? So, so like the hippie era. The hippie era. Like, how did it get so now? Like, it's so serious now. Like, even for the smallest bit, you'll get caught up. How did it get from the hippie area era, where it seemed like every single person was out there smoking on lawns and like stuff like that, to like now everything's so serious? Wasn't it Ronald Reagan? Uh, no, right. Politics, no. The only thing politics have to do with drugs is local. Mm-hmm. All right? They can pass all the federal laws that were half of them, D.C., probably half them people are the ones helping get the shit over here. Mm-hmm. And it's the truth. That's not a lie. Because people like us, who they call the drug dealers, if you're selling something on the corner, we ain't got no money to get that kind of product. Mm-hmm. When they bust these people with the... Uh, Say, like, cocaine. They said, well, we busted a guy today with $200 worth of cocaine in his truck. No, it's like $200 million. Oh, you know, yeah. Most people ain't got that kind of money. So this has to be resources. Mm-hmm. Resources as far as people that know how to get that product into the country and how to get it distributed. And that's the big guy. That's the people that make money. So that's like that J.P. Morgan ship that no one talks about that was filled Yo, with. Yo, that, that came and went. They discussed nothing. And, and it won't be nothing because you know that was government money and power. Money gives you power. <clears throat> the more money you got, the more power. You ain't, if you got power, you got money. Do you know nobody with power mm-hmm. that don't have money? Okay, it's just that simple. 
And when I say money, I'm talking about wealth. Not no millionaire or somebody that's got a billion. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about people, there ain't no numbers for what they have. Mm -hmm. And they got them in this world. They do anything they want. You can bust it with anything. They have them over there that, um, oh, Lord, I know politics. I'm trying to remember. They just killed a um, correspondent over there about six, seven months ago. Killed him, cut his head off and all this mess like this. And the guy that did it, I can't remember his name, but he, he was um, a high-ranking official. Nothing. Mm -hmm. They say nothing about. Oh, he he didn't he killed um, like an like somebody from over there. From an, an American. He was an American correspondent. They invited him over there, then they killed him. Oh, oh yeah, 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 and they covered that up. Yes, I remember that he was yeah. American. I didn't know he was okay. American. Now, wow, ain't nobody like us gonna cover something like that up. We don't even know it unless it hits the news. So that's where the power's at. Where the money's at, and the money's where all the big people are. That's where the drugs come from. But the difference between then and now is, is, the, is the money. Everybody had joint because it was plentiful. What cost you five dollars then cost you sixty dollars now. Mm -hmm. All right. Now it's harder to get. All right. It ain't as plentiful as it used to be because people, as far as the local politicians, are the ones that's cracking down on it. There's very few federal laws that get enforced on our level. Mm -hmm. All right, all they're gonna give you is a misdemeanor, take some money from you, and they ain't gonna do no time. You know, you do time when you selling or something like that, but you get busted with joint. They didn't do nothing to you. Mm -hmm. But back then, they didn't even take you to jail. Like, That's all they would be doing. Every time I think of hippie era, I think of Woodstock. Like, yeah. Imagine like, how much weed. There was things like that, like crazy. going on. Well, they did acid too. They oh, did acid. weed. They did acid. They did cocaine. They did all kind of drugs. They had. I did. I remember I did some once. You did <laughs> what? Well, did what? Some beauties. They called acid. Beauty. No, hell no. Oh. <laughs> Told you I don't do no drugs. Uh, these no. Back when I was coming up, they had these pills that were called Black Beauties. Mm hmm. And it was a speed. And you take one of these pills, and in about 15 minutes, feel like you can pull the top of your head off. It just be just, I'm talking about tingling. That's terrible. That no, I'm like serious. That. You know how your arm feels, or your hand went asleep, and your head would just be popping, Jack. Oh my God. And you couldn't stop. <laughs> no matter what you was doing, you, you'd clean the house in 15 minutes. Jesus. <laughs> and clean it right, <laughs> not mess it up. Question from the audience. Hey, what's up? Speed, like another reference of cocaine? Yes. But the thing was, with cocaine, it was illegal. With black beauties, it was prescription. Oh. That's what a lot of women used to take. They called it a diet pill. You would be speeding so you don't eat. And that's how you would lose weight. Because you, you take one of them in the morning... You talk That's about the flash. <laughs> you talk about the flash. Wow. That's interesting. And when I was playing music a couple times, like we played the four or five, when we played in New York, it would be like four or five o'clock in the morning before the show's over. And a lot of times I pop one of them suckers about 10 o'clock. <laughs> Shit, I was up for a day and a half. Wow. Truck drivers use them. Mm -hmm. The over the road guys. Because they have to travel long distances and they want to make time so they can make money. Mm -hmm. They'll pop a couple of them, they'll drive for two days. But when you crash, Lord, have mercy. Yeah. When you go, when, when you're done when, and you let it come down, you're going to sleep for a while. Mm -hmm. You are because your body's really whooped. But that's the only thing that I ever tried. Mm -hmm. I remember I got locked up. I had two of them in my. <laughs> I did. I had some little bit of joint and two beauties in my watch pocket. My hands are cuffed behind me. I'm sitting in the police car like a. And while they riding, I remember I had. I got my arms around and we stand there with one finger, pulled that stuff out, and stuffed it down in the police car, down oh. in the seat. <laughs> yeah. Genius. Oh yeah. Somebody had a good time with that. <laughs> I don't know who, but it wasn't me. Well, what was your, what'd you get locked up for? Is that the gas station story? <laughs> yeah, that was it. I pulled in this gas station. I'm getting $5 worth of gas. Now, you got to understand, $5 worth of gas back then got you with $20 worth of gas get you now. Mm -hmm. I wish. You know, yeah. 
Well, hey, that's the way it was, man. You know, so I gave the guy a $10 bill, and he's going to give me $5 worth of quarters. Right, and I'm like, I don't want this shit. That is disrespectful. Well, that, and plus, this is where I get my gas all the time. We ain't ridden that. You gotta remember, we're going back in time. I know. Things was a little different then. Uh, so <laughs> he said, I saved my bills for my regular customers. I ain't gonna tell you what I called him. Mm -hmm. but I'm like, no, this ain't gonna work. So I still got the ten. He did? And he reached in to grab that ten. And I reached down. I had my knife back in. And when I came across, he pulled his hand out. And then my dumb ass, stupid, get out the car and chase him. <laughs> right with a little field on side there. I couldn't catch that boy. That son of a bitch was rolling, Jack. <laughs> so I, I came up. I started back. And as I'm walking there, the cop's sitting there waiting for me. I'm like, you a dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> I should have just threw the tent out and went on about my business. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I spent the night in jail that night. That is crazy. I feel like now, though, you're not getting out after a night for something like that. They're, They're going to try to charge you purpose. all serious. Well, my mom had a little clout in the town. And um, she called the mayor and he called the police station. Um, the next day, they... Let me go in front of, they call it Raymond. I, Raymond? Yeah, Raymond. And I go up there and uh, judge my mom's talking. And it's, um, they know each other, went to school together. <laughs> and um, so they put me on this thing called pretrial intervention. Yeah. And I was on probation for six months. I had to report to probation officer every, every week. Uh, just go there. You didn't do nothing. Hell, it was somebody I grew up with, Sherry Gordon. <laughs> her parents and my parents played cards together so that was my probation officer we laughed back that every week mm -hmm. All right. but um, then once that's over if they recommend you okay then they let you go so you're going there just to chill basically yeah that's all it seems like everything was just so much more easy going well it, it was it, it was today there's how can I put it it was racism back then, but you knew it. You could see it. You knew. So he wasn't wondering, like, oh, maybe yeah. this person's racist. Or maybe the not. racism we have now is like, um, it's more sophisticated. You know, like what one guy listened to, he says, you know, there was Jim Crow, mm -hmm. right? Well, now that's James Crow Esquire. They don't oh. wear the sheets no more. They wear suit and ties. I like they're educated, that. but it's the truth. You like that? Yeah. No, I like no. That. I like how he <laughs> the, the that comparison. he shot up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I get it though. The I way but, he changed the names. Jesus, I did not support. <laughs> it's um, it's blatant now at a time when it shouldn't be. Uh, you figure we should have at least progressed to this point, so to speak. You know, a point there, and then you get there and then you see the same shit it was back in the '60s, the '70s, the '80s. Mm. Ain't nothing changed. You still got racism, you still got rednecks, and you still got good people. Yeah. And I, when I talk about it, I always say there's racism on both ends, too. But I don't think you can be racist as a black person. Yes, you can. We'll save it. We'll save that. All right. We'll yes, save that. Yes, you can. We'll save it. That's a whole nother conversation. Okay. You got to leave me with some content, okay? We can't all right, put it all in one episode. You're right. Dang. You just said everything I needed, everything perfectly said, so... Uh, let's backtrack. Okay, so let's backtrack to something because I was arrested twice. And again, we're saving the uh, second story <laughs> for another day. So one thing I noticed about that, and I wanted to talk about how we, how it is parenting this, this type of stuff, is the first time you were mad. You were mad, definitely. But the second time, you weren't at all. It was very shocking. Like, I called, like, you know, everything goes down. I get arrested. I get dropped back off. And I call him, and I'm like, yeah, I just got arrested again. And he's just like, all right, you know, we'll talk about it. Just be all right, you know. I told him I was driving home. He didn't want me to drive home. But he was just like, all right, you know, talk about it tomorrow. Have a good night. And it was just, like, so different. I was just shocked. So like, <laughs> I was like, ooh, thank you. But, like, it was so serious. It was so serious the first time. And then I went, it was, yeah, it was just so serious the first time. But the second time, it wasn't. You the just second didn't time like you were it was, mad. was serious. The second time, but you wasn't. You weren't mad. Your reaction was different. Very different. Yeah, maybe my reaction was different, That's but my saying. feelings weren't. I was still pissed. Yeah. You know, it's like you get caught the first time. 
right, I, I'm understanding here with you. I'm in your corner. I, I'm, you know, you get caught the second time. I'm still in your corner, but now I'm really it's like you ain't even listening to me. Because mm-hmm. if you get caught the third time now, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. Somewhere along the line, you got to realize what these consequences. I can't keep saving you. Now, if you get caught the first time and it never happens again, I don't mind saving you. But when you're going to keep doing it because I'm there, then no. You got to pay a price. Mm-hmm. That's the only way. Like I say, hard head makes us soft ass. You know, you I would know. say I've, I would say I've learned. Well, yeah, you have. I'm not saying that you haven't learned. I I won't say some of the things I'm thinking, but <laughs> I think you take the the weed thing too much. Um, I don't mean do it. It's like everything evolves around it. And it does. All right. And I was there. I was there at one time. Everybody was. And it, all right. Uh, you wake up, you know, you want to take a, I got going to go to work. Got a ride down there, take a couple hits of joint. Lunchtime comes, you go out, you just want to get through the lunch, take a couple hits of joint. Then you got the ride home, same thing. Then you get home and you sit down and eat and then take a hit to drink. So it's like smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. A lot of those times, you really don't want it. It's a habit. Yeah. You know, Ooh. and you're not addicted like it is with a cigarette because you can just stop and there's no pain. Mm-hmm. Metal, you know, your brain don't like it. But your body don't suffer. Mm. Uh, I know what it was like when I was a cigarette smoker. When you stop, shit hurts. Mm. It does. It really hurts. I mean, like your stomach aches. So you got to like fight through that. Now, it ain't like you some heroin addict <laughs> sitting up there like. Uh, uh, We're having withdrawals. <laughs> yeah. Sweating. <laughs> Who was that dude in. Um, what's it? Chris. No, what? Chris Rock. What's that boy's name? He was in that movie, that gangster movie. Way too broad. There's a lot of. <laughs> oh no, no, the one with Wesley Snipes in there. Remember who was that? He was a drug dealer. The comedian. Bernie, Bernie. The one is no. The one says, you know, give me I, fifty cent. Yeah. How about I give you ten dollar, ten cent, and you just give me a quarter of it? Cat Williams. No. Oh. I'm lost. See. What's his name? I'm watching, and then the second, and then the second the podcast is over, we're gonna remember. Everything. I'm trying to think with that movie, the one uh, New ja- was it New Jack City? New Jack City, yes. It was New Jack yeah. City. I never seen it. Never. And seen he it. was the oh man, that's a good movie. You gotta see that man. <laughs> is that a black no, movie? That's yes. a black wow. movie. Wesley Snipes. Uh, wow, we're gonna get a lot of flack on that one. Why? I'm gonna add it to my list. <laughs> no, that's a good movie. It really is. It, it's a, it was a well made movie, bad. long movie too. Blast. We're but, on blast. Go ahead. No, I'm alright. I'm cool. Great. No, nah, but it's just, I don't know. You, you're you're definitely you're definitely right. I you feel spoke like on that before. I, I you feel spoke like on like is is weed a habit or basically can you get addicted to it? And now that you say that, I feel like you don't get addicted to weed. You get addicted to the habit, to the which habit. is what you were saying. And and you do. And and I know for a fact because I've stopped cold turkey like well, for said, a long time. And if you have yeah. a reason, and I've said it. All right, when we went on the cruise, you didn't think a joint not one time. From the time I left this house to the time I come back, I never thought about smoking a joint. First thing, oops, first (laughs) thing I did when I walked in the house, smoked, smoked a joint. I thought about how nice it would be to smoke (laughs) on this beach. But or in these nice. areas, but not like actually smoking. And then you would be thinking how nice it would be to get out that jail they got your ass in. I refuse to be locked <laughs> up abroad. Smoking out on the sir. beach. Yeah, no, never. <laughs> I watched too many of them shows. But it's the truth. It, it's it's mental. It's really mental. You got it. All you need is a reason to stop, and you're good. Mm. And it's it's just crazy. Like I don't want to. I always think sometimes like yo, this. Pro- I don't. I don't want to be like someone that needs to smoke a cigarette. I don't think I do. I just think that on a day-to-day basis, and let's all agree, like, life is already hard enough. You already got these hard enough days mm-hmm. where you got to sit here and do, you know, stupid stuff. 
And it's just like, if I'm going to make, if I'm going to get the most out of life, and I'm not saying weed is going to make me get the most out of, out of life, because it's not. It's not at all. No, but at this point, I'm not really trying to co- confide to what, like, society is trying to make me do. So are you, are you fighting that? Like, is that why you, so do you not want to give into that concept? Mm, not really. I just, I, I smoke because it's fun. Mm. And I've done every single thing, all my accomplishments. Really, when you think about it, every single one of them I've done while I've been high. They've they've smoked throughout history. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, but they smoke for reasons like the the Indians with the peace pipes, tobacco, or marijuana. All right, because they smoked. All right, but they smoked at a celebration. Mm. It was their gathering to whatever the gods or whatever they do to their religion or to take their trip. Yeah. But they ain't do it every night. Yeah. This was a special occasion. You know, um, if you was to buy some weed and smoke like that, a small bag would last you six months. All right. But we smoke at a habit. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. You don't smoke because you need it. If you wake up in the morning and you smoke a, a couple hits off a drink, just a couple, and you do it morning after morning after morning, and then you wake up one morning and you don't have none, you ran out, mm-hmm. what you going to do? Go to the gym. It's the same <laughs> thing you was going to do if you took a couple hits. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so it isn't like you need it. And every time I've stopped, the only change was it took my mind time to change to accept the fact that I'm not high anymore. If I'm watching the comedy and then I'm laughing my ass off because I'm all high and fired up, mm-hmm. all right, I stop smoking and watching the comedy. Maybe first week or two, I may not be laughing as hard. After a while, what you are, you are. Yeah. And there's no change. Okay, so I think I figured it out since the last time I tried to explain it. It's, it's the moments, that you get out of it. Like, right now, what we're doing, we all just smoke the blunt. This is a moment. But that, see, that's the special occasion. So every day is a special occasion. No. no it's not. <laughs> see, that's that's the habit. Oh, see, look. One's a habit. Tell one, them, Dad. You know, now, if you did that every time you had a session, that's a special occasion. It is a special and occasion. And you wouldn't need as much to get where you are now. Because your body's not used to it. You, hey, cigarette was our drug. When I was 12, 13 years old, that was our marijuana. And if you think it ain't, Crazy. go light a cigarette up and then take a walk. Ooh. Glad you got oh, that. Oh, no, ain't no woo. I guarantee you. I give you a cigarette, you take two or three drags of that, you couldn't walk from here to that couch. Mm-hmm. You know why? You would be so high, you have no idea. But your system gets used to it. Yeah. Oh, when okay. you first start smoking marijuana, you don't need that much to get high. And the more you smoke, the more the you more need. need. Hmm. Yep. yep. I used to look at like little small eighths, like, wow, it's a lot of butt. I'm going to smoke an eighth in a day. Now it's just like, you look at that, it's just like that's your nothing. Bag. And, <laughs> and that's when it's not, to me, really enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, we used to... We used to call them prayer meeting. We'd sit in the office and everybody had, we'd be smoking. It'd be, we used to call them. Y'all call it a prayer meeting. meeting. Prayer meeting. We have a, oh my God. What they call, what they call a party roll. Right. We had what they call a party roll. We didn't have blunts like today. Well, they did, but we didn't do that kind of mess. Uh, You take two pieces of rolling paper, put, you know, put it together so it's stretched out. Then you fill it up. We call it a party roll. We had two or three of them going, and we'd get so high that after a while, everybody's just like this. Just sitting there like a zombie, ain't making no noise, ain't moving. That's what we call the prayer meeting. <laughs> everybody sit like that for about 15, 20 minutes. Just too high to do anything. Just mm-hmm. tore down. And then all of a sudden, you start moving, and it's like. That's what you want to know. That's why I didn't really like weed. Or like I would it's be around people who smoked weed, and I'm, and then they would become so boring. I'm just like, well, weed's what am downer. I supposed to do? Because I because I would just drink alcohol, as you know. I'm an alcohol person. Yeah, that's just as bad. But I know. But even... what I'm saying is two different. <laughs> like it can be two different levels. You know, people who smoke weed, they just want to sit there, stare at the wall, and eat food. 
where like the alcohol for me is like I'm like Woo! Well, yeah, but al- alcohol is so much more impairing, though. But it but is. in one thing, in one thing that we did experience in California, this is one of the reasons I want you to actually come out there with us. Is that I ain't out- California? I know, I know. <laughs> but but eventually, even when even when weed is legal here, when you have the access to it and you really get to understand the difference in differences in strain and buds, no, no for real, crazy. that for real, because no, listen, 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 just listen, just listen. Just no, listen. Listen, I'm not. I'm not because it's no, really. No, I, I'm it's really a science behind it. Like there's so outside of like the medical benefits of it. There's there's different sorts of strands that you can smoke that you get different effects from. Mm. While we were in California, we got the opportunity to smoke sativas, and mm. out here you don't get the opportunity to choose. Like you know, you're just trying. You're to, just, you're just getting what you. you what they give you. I had the same thing. But like I know, but like no, that, I mean I really had the same thing. I could get some regular joint. That guy over there's got some Sesamelia. This guy over here's got some Hawaiian. See, but that this boy I here wish. got some Colombian gold. See, and but they don't do that. They, I wish they, that sounds like an amazing time. The, to be able to <laughs> no, but for real, to be able to have the freedom to have that sort of selection is just. But it's a fad you go through in life. It goes away. I mean, eventually, the boys on the corner give way to the guy in the house. You don't get off the corner no more. You go, you know a dude, and you go to his house and get it. And yeah. then that became a thing where, no, let me bring it to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and most of the time, if you was, if I'm buying something that's going to be off of somebody I know, and I mean know, know him a long time, all right? No strangers, no nothing. Because if it comes legal, See, mm-hmm. November is voted and the law is passed. You still can't buy it off the street. No, they're not going to have this. Maybe they'll have dispensaries. They will. Is that what, no, is that what the What it is? is when they buy, if they catch you with something, you better have a receipt that you bought it. Yeah, or they, so what does it make it easier mm. for them not to arrest you? Mm, like you can't no. get arrested for I it I mean, anymore? it's like. It's like getting, you'll get a ticket. You'll get a ticket. Okay. You'll it's not going to be as serious unless you got a. Like you, you have suitcase. a amount, like if you're selling. Yeah. They think you're so, so you'll just be able to. Uh, so if it so suppose it gets legal in November, um, it's not like you're gonna be able to go to a dispensary in December. Yeah, um, no, what can happen is the medical dispensaries that we already have, which is already not enough to already you know, uh, enough for the already there's the, the medical patients in Jersey the like the amount of dispensary them. there's not really a big enough supply. Okay. So if we did get voted in and they did get the opportunity to increase their supply, you saw it in like Illinois, I think was the last place to um, legalize. They sold out of weed. Mm-hmm. They didn't have enough. <laughs> so it would take it would take a, a year or so for the infrastructure. It takes a while because you got to you can't set it up until it's the law. Yeah. yeah. We have another question in the audience. It's Ajay again. So, when did it take you to stop caring so much about weed? When if you ever born. cared at that. Well, no, I did. At one time, it's like I say, I smoked. I mean, smoke. If my eyes was open, I was smoking. Oh, that rhymes. I know, I like that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's the truth. But that was a phase that I went through. Um, I always had a good job. I always had money. So I never was like a pauper. I always had my own place. My own car, my own clothes, and my own weed. I didn't hang with a lot of people because that just, everybody's enjoying what you got. Yeah. Yeah. And I started noticing that, you know, I get paid on Thursday by Saturday. I'm broke. There's something ain't right here. I ain't used to this. You know, I gotta go take money out the bank. And I'd see. And after a while, I look back and what it was. I'm one of the ones working, so everybody's having a good time with my stuff. Uh-huh. I'm like, this here is not right here. Whoa, <laughs> you know. And I started realizing that a lot of your friends are your friends when you got. If you ain't got nothing, they ain't your friend. Mm-hmm. They ain't got time for okay. you. Drop a bomb. If I could find a bomb, I'm gonna drop it. <laughs> but it's the truth, <laughs> you know. And that's when I sat down one day and I said, you know, I had enough of all of them. I stopped smoking. Um, I started bowling every night. I bowled Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 
Friday, Saturday, and pot bowled all day Sunday. I only had one night off. And I bowled in leagues to keep me away from them. Nice. Because if I wasn't doing something, I'm going to go to the bar. I know I am. I'm not going to sit home. So I started realizing what was costing me and eliminated it. And like when I met your mom, I had checks I ain't even cashed yet. Yeah. Well, she took care of that. <laughs> that, that didn't that didn't last long, boy. Once you, once, once you get serious, that well, they know. Yeah. <laughs> that bills come with that, but that's okay. It's a fair exchange. No, it really is. It's it, it's like every time I go home, everybody oh, here comes to do with the money. I ain't got no more money than nobody else. I just choose to send, spend mine different. Mm -hmm. I spent mine on stuff that makes me feel good. You spent yours on what made you feel good. You like the streets and the women. Now your ass is 70 years old and there ain't no streets left. There ain't no women left that want your old raggedy ass. And you broke. They got no teeth. They sitting around. You know, it's like I never wanted that for me. And I didn't want that for you guys. That's why I worked as many hours as I did. And this is where we yeah. get it from, y'all. But it, but it is. It's, it's what you put in is what you get out. I don't care what time. it is. What you put in is what you get out. Uh, I, I devoted my effort towards the family. That's what was important to me. But, yeah, as far as, like, realizing that that joint was something that was slowing me down. I didn't stop smoking. I smoked by myself or whoever my lady was. Mm. And if she didn't smoke, then the tough shit. You know? <laughs> but, so, wait, so if, if she didn't smoke, you didn't stop talking to her because... No. Oh, okay. All right. That came from somewhere. No, no, no. I feel like that what? came from somewhere. What? No, I was just trying to clarify. I feel like that I, came from somewhere. I never had... Because some people, like, I'm not going to lie, some of the people that I've talked to, like, they would smoke, and I'm like, oh, I don't feel like smoking. And they'll be like, oh, you're boring. Like, you know, stuff like oh, that. And I'm like... Oh, Then that's wine. okay. That, then that's good. Yeah. That eliminates a whole lot of unnecessary aggravation. He just told you... To leave me ends. alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he told you. Leave me alone. All right? And it's like, that's fine. Yeah. There shouldn't be requirements. I don't judge. Y'all should know that. You know? I only judge me. Mm -hmm. I pay attention. I don't miss very much. But, you know, just because someone doesn't do something that someone else does doesn't mean I'm going to like that one less than the other person. Mm -hmm. It's usually how you treat me. Is whether I like you or not. Yeah. And that don't make no difference. You're black, white, green, purple. I don't care. I got black people I can't stand. <laughs> I'm serious. You know, it's like, it's about them. It's never about you. You know, uh, I come from a crew where, you know, somebody called me up three o'clock in the morning and say, man, I need you right now. And you don't even ask why. You just get up and go. Mm -hmm. That's what I come from. I don't get that. I don't waste my time on it. Yeah. You know, that that's um, that's a bond. Mm -hmm. And you only have so many people that's going to do that in your lifetime. And that's the only ones that you really dedicate the majority of your energy to. Because don't waste your time. And I told you a million times, people don't change. Mm -hmm. If you're ever with somebody and you break up, stay broke up. Because if you go back together, guess what? Same thing. Same yeah. personality. Oh, you'll be nice for a little while. They're going to feel Being this. Being all sweet, opening <laughs> the doors, and then after the while, you know, open your damn stuff. Yeah. You know, it, it, you're going to be true to your nature. Mm -hmm. People are always true to their nature. Whatever you are, you are. All right? And no matter how hard you try not to be, it's going to come out of you. Mm -hmm. I've seen... This is a bad example, but a good one. Like a, a, a gay person that's trying not to be gay okay. will talk straight and everything. Somewhere along the line, that's like I get comfortable. Like, hey, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, it's what you are. Just be what you are. You know what I'm saying? Just be hey. what you are. And that's you very go. true. And, and people will accept you and respect you because you're always true. Mm -hmm. But I don't, once you lie to me, I'm done with you. I'm not gonna give you another chance. I love it. No, I'm not this is like towards the end of a, end of a fireworks show, and they start going off like da, 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 and <laughs> like a whole bunch of different like quotable stuff. This is this is this is this is it. Not for real. You got some gems this in there, Dad. And, and I just gotta cut you off because word to the wise. No. Is, I just oh, it's been good, man. We do this again. No, we definitely going. I'm speechless. Ooh.
Gems. All right, so I got to leave a little bit of time because there's one last thing I have to say, and we do have Nia here for some reason other than occupying the third mic. Oh, thanks. So, <clears throat> let's put it like this. Every good leader needs a good team around him. I've been doing a lot of this by myself. <laughs> Everything pretty much by myself. In between working 40 depressing hours a week, I get a little busy. <laughs> Having a girlfriend is another 40 hours. And see, I'm, I'm by that's, myself all day. That's 40 hours of overtime. Even at work. But so. you can make that more than 40 hours if you devote to your business first. No, nah, I know. I'm just... That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying, though. in love. That's not what I'm saying, though. That's not what I'm saying. Listen, the point I'm trying to reach is Nia is now going to be running all my social media. Okay. I got the job. Not... Thank you, guys. I'll still be on my social media, Thank of course. Thank you, guys. But she's going to be handling the day-to-day stuff. Uh, I need to post more. I just don't have the time I'll for it. I'll be trying it. to tell him. So I'll be here to supply the fit the fit pics and, you know, do my occasional, uh, you know, occasional stuff that I've been doing. But Neil will be active on the Twitter. We're going to get her her own email. <laughs> We're going to get her her own email. And she's not going to be running my social medias. You have to pay me twenty an hour. <laughs> when we get there, you know, I ain't got it yet. I ain't got nothing. To, well, you said it's only yet. ten minutes worth of work. So. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you gonna get prorated? <laughs> you gotta stop. Well, All right. thank you, Daggy. I'm excited. Don't get too excited. Hope you're up for the task. Listen, I will take the challenge. I will surprise you. All right. So on that note, uh, this has been a great one. This is probably the best one I've had I was so far. literally, yo, when we were talking, I'm like, I really think this is going to be the best episode you've I think had. so. Honestly. I think so. This is going to, yeah. they're the going to feel this spoon. one. Huh? The golden spoon. Oh, uh, the cereal the episode. The cereal episode? Oh, man, that was I mean, awesome. that's good, but no, this is the golden, some, I don't then know, we'll the one with Travis was good, too. That was funny. And me, yeah, you don't right? think the one was funny with me? It was alright. Oh, please. <laughs> it all was right. good, sweetie. All right, bro. All right. All right. Nia, you want to plug your socials? Um, my Instagram is Nia King, N-I-A-K-I-N-G. Um, my Twitter is underscore N-R-M-K. So follow me because I'll be posting on my page as well. You know. But mostly on my page. But mostly on his page. But just just, just watch both because well, I'm going to think of something. I'm going to think of something. All right. And on that note, it's been a session with Dougie. Um,